From Anytime Studios in Hastings, Minnesota, this is Anytime Health Radio. Here's your host, Marty Flanagan. Welcome back to Anytime Health Radio, your audio resource for living well. Well, today we have another great guest, Tony Horton of the P90X. Tony's helped people get fit all over the world by keeping them motivated in health, physique, and lifestyle. Over the last 17 years, Tony Horton has acquired, perfected, and shared his fitness expertise with countless individuals across America, from professional athletes, sports teams, television, major movie stars, recording artists, to the average American, Tony has helped people turn their lives around with the perfect mix of encouragement, humor, discipline, and fun. Well, Tony Horton wrote a book. He wrote a book called Bring It. Bring It is the revolutionary fitness plan for all levels that burns fat, builds muscle, and shreds inches. Uh, I could talk all day long about his book, all day long about what he's accomplished and what he's done, but without further Further ado, Mr. Tony Horton. Uh, so we're here with Mr. Tony Horton. Now they call you the real X-Man. They do, do they? Who are they and why are they calling me that? Uh, that's very, that's nice. I guess I am the X-Man now. You know, uh, what you've brought with P90X and just your method of training has... Um, has really been incredible. And, and you have a new venture, which is your new book called Bring It. That's right. That's right. I wrote the book because um, for two reasons, really. Uh, there's a large group of people who own P90X who don't use it, which is uh, kind of a bummer, um, because they discover that uh, maybe they're not ready or they don't have the mindset required to dive into 90 days of exercise and to really dramatically change their diet. So I wrote the book because, you know, there's a lot of folks that don't have the general knowledge that I have when it comes to your approach and your attitude and, and how to modify and, and what to focus on. And so I wrote the book to help those folks. I also wrote it because I know a lot of people are not ready for P90X, but they need to do something and they understand they need to do something. So there's a fitness quotient at the beginning of the book that basically steers you in one of three directions. You're either a beginner, a striver, or a warrior. You know, you're sort of somebody who's just starting out or somebody who's maybe you know, struggling to some degree. You want to be more fit, but you're just sort of buying into some, some programs and some diet ideas that don't really work for you. And that would be the strivers category. Uh, and lastly, the warriors are for people that maybe have P90X and love it, but want to learn a few things to really kind of turn up the volume. And, you know, I, I've been a fitness professional for almost a, uh, pretty close to 20 years. And, you know, what P90X brought, I believe what it brought for people to see is intensity. Sometimes we, we get caught, if we don't have a personal trainer or we haven't worked out in a long time, or maybe it's been 10 years since we've worked out last, and we forget what intensity is really like. And, and when I look at P90X and I see what you've done with that, I look at it and I see, I see intensity in a good way because you allow people to take breaks when they want to take breaks. You kind of push them a little bit further, but it allows them to really experience what intensity can be like at many different levels. Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. I knew when I created P90X that we have to give people stages and steps to get from point A to point B. And you see a lot of programs, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, boot camp programs where it's relentless from beginning to very end. And everybody that you, you see in the DVDs are in tremendous physical condition. Uh, and they've had tons and tons of practice. That's the reason why they're in the DVDs is because they've been doing it for, you know, months, maybe even years. 
And so the average customer who gets a program with that level of intensity looks at it and just says, this is impossible. So the mindset is, well, I guess I'm just not the, the, the right kind of person that can be fit like that. And so with P90X, you know, you think about it, there are grandmothers that, that I've sold it to on QVC, and we've got professional football, play, football, basketball, baseball, hockey players using P90X. And it's only because I gave them stages and I gave them options and I gave them modifications and I even told them that they could, you know, hit that pause button periodically. You know, so it's a very interesting combination of a lot of intensity, but also stages or modifications to allow them to, to get to a point where they can, you know, get great results. And, and you, why Tony Horton? What, why should we listen? I mean, I know why. I've, I've, I've read about you, so I, I have a good idea who you are, and I, and I definitely buy into why you're doing what you're doing because I believe you're very passionate about it. But a lot of people don't know who you are and where you've been and where you've come from and, and why you're doing this and kind of going down this road. Can you kind of maybe briefly talk about that? Well, you know, like anybody else, you know, you hit these little roadblocks in life, and, uh, and you either you have, a deci- you have a decision to make. You know, you have a decision to stay there behind the door, or you have, a, you have the choice of, of opening it up and walking through. And so, you know, for me early on in life, I was the quintessential 98-pound weakling and um, not a good student, had a speech impediment. Um, you know, my middle name is Sawyer, but I used to say it was scared, you know, because I was pretty much frightened of my own shadow back in the early days. Um, but I, I knew there was a little voice in my head that, that said, you know, you can be better, you can be stronger, you can be smarter, you can be whatever you want to be. Uh, and I had the right mentors early on. You know, I, I mean, actually, early on, I had terrible mentors. That's you know part of my struggle. My high school football coach uh, was was not a guy who was uh, really could care less about you know me becoming a better football player or a better athlete. He cared more about uh, you know winning and getting his name in the paper on on Saturday. Um, but later on in college, I met a great a great coach um, who took steps to help me understand that that uh, you know look this is a tough process and it requires you know showing up it requires three things that are part of my eleven laws of health and fitness today variety consistency and intensity you know and I I, I look at my uh, the procedure that I've gone through over the course of the last several years. And, you know, from that, from those early days, help from him and a lot of the seminars that I've been to, a lot of the books that I've read and, and just making sure, you know, I hung out with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno and my friend Mark Sisson, who's a, a triathlete and a marathoner. And then, uh, you know, several other friends that introduced me to yoga. I was open, always opening up new doors in areas where I was discovering my weaknesses. So tend, typically people will focus on their strengths. And they had this myopic view about, about exercise, and then they hit that plateau, or they get bored, or they get injured. So, you know, most people aren't fit and don't stay that way because of boredom, injuries, and plateaus. So I created a program and a philosophy early in life that was, all right, so you're good at bench pressing. So what? You're, you're horrible at yoga. Time to go to yoga. Oh, you're not very good at martial arts, so you better start taking some, some boxing classes and martial arts classes. Oh, floor Pilates, that's brutal. So why don't you go to some classes where you become better? And the whole idea is to become well-rounded in your fitness so that you avoid the boredom, the injuries, and the plateaus. And so now almost 53 years old, um, you know, I have my injuries, obviously. You know, I mean, my Achilles is a little tweaked, and uh, I have a, t- a tendon in my, in my arm that I tore because I was pushing the envelope too hard. But, you know, each time you do get hurt, you focus on something else, which is another opportunity to work on more weaknesses. So 
you know, it's a win-win, really, if your attitude is right and you have a good philosophy about it. And, and the, the success behind that is, is you're 53 years old and you look fantastic. And, you know, the when my daughter was, she's like, well, Daddy, how come you can't finish? And I'm like, you think he's doing it all? He's not doing it all. This is all just, this all just for TV, honey. You know, I had to kind of. Uh, That's not very nice. I, well, I, I had I had to make sure that she knew I was still number one. I'm like, ah, Daddy can finish. He he's taking. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but it's it's kind of you're 53 years old and you still you know have a, a, a exercise routine and and a lifestyle that is going to allow you to hopefully continue to go on and on and promote and bring the books like bring it out there because you've lived, you you've done other things. I mean, you've been a vegan, correct? I was vegan. I mean, I've been a vegetarian. I've been a vegan. I've been a pescatarian. You know, I mean, people's tastes change. The focus is eating healthy food. I mean, it's, it's always amazing to me that you've got meat eaters arguing with, with people who do raw. And it's, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You can't expect a, a, a 20-year-old Kenyan marathoner to train and eat the same way a 35-year-old mother of five would, would eat and train. You know, there's got to be variety. There's got to be nuances. There's, there's got to be flexibility. And, and the thing is that so many programs are, well, you have to do yoga and you have to be vegan. No, you don't. Some people do because it'll work for them. But other people need meat and they want to, you know, want more weight training. They don't want to, uh, you know, they're not marathon runners. Um, the idea is to be consistent, you know, really. Con- intensity, we talked about that earlier. Intensity is great, but everybody has a different level of intensity. Everybody has different levels of p- pain threshold. Some people have better balance, coordination, stamina, uh, and endurance, while others don't. So uh, what do you need to do um, that works for you that helps you be as intense as you can be but also be very uh, consistent? And how much variety do you have in your fitness so that you're working on your weaknesses along with your strengths? And, oh, by the way, what combination of foods that you, do you need to eat that are wholesome, filled with fiber, have less fat, sugar, and salt, so that your body and your mind functions better, so that you have the energy and enthusiasm to do your workouts? You know? I mean, once you get that figured out for yourself, that's why I wrote the book, because I understand that there are nuances in people's lives that send them off in different directions based on who they are at this stage of their life. When I was 22, you know, I was... Uh, just at the beginning stages of, of learning what, how important it was for, for me to eat better and exercise. But the philosophy I had then is very different than the one I have now. It's, like, it's funny because, you know, when they interview a politician, well, you said this. Well, I said that 10 years ago, but I've learned something between then and now. And so my opinion has changed. Thank you very much. But nobody says that. I don't know why. We, we hold on. You know, it's okay to be. You're not wrong. You're, you, you've just learned and you've matured and you've grown. And uh, so right now I eat mostly vegan meals. But I've thrown more fish and protein into the equation, more chicken, too, because I feel at, at 53 years old, I need, you know, new sources of protein. It just feels right. I feel stronger, and my muscles and tendons are, are reacting positively to it. So, and You're you know, saying a lot of really great things right right in here, the, the stuff that you've already said. I mean, there, if, if you can go back and listen to everything that Tony Horton is saying right now, there's a lot of, a lot of gold in there. And, and again, I'm going to go back to your success of being in phenomenal shape at 53 years old. I'm 36. I work out hard, and I can't keep up with you. And, you're a young whippersnapper, but you'll catch up to me when you get older. <laughs> you know, and, and I was reading your blog most recently. Uh, I think it just I was reading it a couple days ago, and it, you talked about being gluten-free. And, and my house, we're 
gluten-free. And, and uh, that's not easy to do, but uh, you said something in there that made sense, which is that just right now it fits with you. So it goes along with what you're saying right now, because right now in your life, this is actually just fits right with you right now. And, and that's those changes that happen like you're talking about. And uh, it's amazing and how as we just as our workouts change, our cravings start to change and our, and our idea of what we think is healthy starts to change according to our body. No, I agree with you. You know, it, it's such a simple and easy equation. Um, and far too many people still in this country are looking for the quick fix. You know, they're looking for the weight loss only through food program. They're looking for some little silly device that's supposed to change, you know, that, that where you're only doing one thing where they, you know, the company selling it tells you it's going to change your entire body. Um, but I'm out there, and I know you're out there to try to, you know, disprove all that silliness and, and help people understand that, uh, you know, it really comes down to being consistent and, and eating, eating uh, healthy food. You know, I've, I have had an injury periodically, and so when I hurt my shoulder, I focus more on my legs and my core. When I, when I hurt my Achilles, I spend more, more time in my upper body and my core. So, you know, uh, it really, ultimately, what it really comes down to is understanding that at 20 minutes or more a day, uh, five to seven days a week is going to create a completely different uh, human being, not only physically. It's not just a physical thing. It's not about losing weight so that you can look in a dr- look good in a dress at a wedding in front of a bunch of people who are really focusing too much on themselves. You know, we have these misguided reasons why. You know, if you want ultimate success, there's a couple of things that are that are critical. Number one is is your reason why. What is what is the thing that's going to get you to show up every time? And so often. We focus on how we think we're going to look sometime in the future. And that's not a great motivator for me. And it turns out that for most people, uh, if that's their original objective, they're going to end up very disappointed and very frustrated throughout the process. So what I try to tell people to do, and this is why I exercise, is focus on the things that you can control today. Because all you have is now. You know, the past is history. The future is a mystery. So uh, you can write that one down and quote me on that one. Um, but we got, we got it recorded, so I might. Yeah, I might yeah, you got it recorded. So, so if I exercise today, right, I'm going to improve my strength, my flexibility, my coordination, my balance, and my endurance. And I get that today. I don't have to, you know, it might only improve in a, in, in a, you know, it's only one day's workout, but you're, you know, it's a building block, right? So you get all those things and you get them today. Your health improves because you're, you know, you're, you're making your immune system stronger. You're taking those deep breaths. You're pulling in that oxygenated blood. It's going into all your organs. You know, we forget about these organs inside of our body. Just because we can't see them doesn't mean we don't need them. And exercise is the, is the best way to kind of keep them in the best possible shape. Digestive system, you know, um, uh, obviously, you know, your heart, your lungs, and your legs, when they work together, uh, you know, they're helping your respiratory system, which is all part of your health. Also, the quality of your life. When you exercise today... You know, you're, you're releasing dopamine and serotonin and, and norepinephrine and this amazing little thing called brain-derived neurotropic factor, BDNF. Molecules and proteins begin to vibrate and they come together inside of your temporal lobe, inside your hippocampus, um, and it changes the way you look at the world. Your memory improves, your cognition improves, your sex drive improves, your sleep patterns improve. All these things that aren't physical come from physical activity. And in the last but not least, which I think is really critical for a lot of people, if you don't want the last 10 to 15 years of your life to be miserable, maybe like your parents or grandparents uh, suffered from because of their lack of activity and poor eating habits, 
then you have to exercise and eat better because you will suffer from hypertension and high blood pressure and high cholesterol and a stroke and a heart attack and everything else. And you'll be, you'll be depending on your mouth and the pills that your doctor gives you to help solve your problems. And it's just not the way to finish out your life, you know. And you control that each and every time you exercise and make a healthy food choice. Now, are you going to miss some workouts? Yes. Are some of your workouts not going to be as great as ones before? Yes. Are you going to want to just, you know, dive into that chocolate birthday cake because there it is and you're hungry? Of course. You know, but, but the magic is uh, and the quality of your life improves when 80% or 90% of the time you make the right decision. Again, I mean, I think this is something that, that somebody could go back and listen to over and over again because you're, you're saying a lot of great stuff. And if, if this, I'm guessing, is in your new book, Bring It, correct? It's in the book. It's in the book. It's and, all there. Because and, and this, this stuff, that you're, the, the things that you're going through right now, people can take in. But there's one thing I want to go back to, which you mentioned right off the get-go, which is attitude. And so many times we have the attitude which steps into those three things that you talked about, you know, the reason why, the present and the past and, and things we can't control. But our attitude always seems to step in the way and, and we justify why we can't go to the gym, why we can't hit play on the, DV, uh, on the DVD player, or why we can't get up early enough or why we can't stay up a little bit later and work out or why we're not going to eat good. And, and the attitude always seems to start to kind of go into a downward spiral. I, I, what, what kind of advice do you have for somebody that's just feeling down in the dumps and their attitude is just sour and they just don't feel like they can do it? Attitude comes from outside influences. Everything that you think about yourself and your world is a result of, of, of outside influences. So you are the five people you hang around the most. I mean, what, imagine if you were uh, your five closest friends that you really loved and respect all work for the Peace Corps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Chances are... You might be involved with the Peace Corps. It's the same thing with, with exercise or with finance or with family. You know, if you're around a bunch of people who are sitting on their butt doing nothing and, and are, are bitching and moaning about their lives, well, then chances are you're going to be influenced by those people because they're the closest people to you. But if, you're hang, if, if your five closest friends are, are rock climbers, you might get really interested in rock climbing, you know. So um, it really comes down to accountability. Surround yourself with like-minded people who really are fired up about changing their not just physically, but mentally and emotionally, through exercise and healthy diet. Um, and, you know, our, our brain is a very powerful tool, but it's not enough. Um, if you really want to change brain chemistry, you've got to move physically. Those two things have to go hand in hand. So, you know, I have a good attitude because my girlfriend is really excited about exercise and, and fitness, you know, so we do that together. Every time I exercise, on Sundays, on Sundays in the morning at the beach in Santa Monica, there's a group of anywhere from 8 to 15 really fired up men and women down there working out at the beach. On Monday night, tonight, for example, um, I've got a, a group of uh, 8 to 12 people going to show up at my house. We're going to do plyometrics. It's so much easier when you've got a group of people that are all together fired up about doing something. And it doesn't mean it's going to be easier, but it does mean you'll show up you know, more often than not. Uh, what, the people that blow my mind the most are the ones that get up in the dark and exercise at 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning for an hour and then go feed their kids and then get on the on the train and go into the city and, and work for eight hours and then come back and repeat that you know sequence every time. Those are incredible human beings. I'm not one of them. I, I need My accountability comes from the people I surround myself with. And, now, and so when you do plyometrics tonight, are you going to say it's coming? Because when you say that before plyometrics, I mean, I, almost, I, I, I laugh because I know that it's going to be tough. Well, the plyo move routine that we do now is actually more difficult than the P90X routine. You know, I've, I've been working with uh, Marcus Elliott out of the P3 Center in Santa Barbara, a uh, peak performance project, 
and he's got this philosophy uh, that he trains collegiate and professional athletes with called PAP, post-activation potentiation. It's a sequence where you have a very explosive move, an isometric move, and then something that kind of stretches out the body uh, where you just, you know, the body part you just worked. And it's very frenetic, and it's, and it's uh, you know, it's a form of interval training. Um, and I've added some of that to my plyo because I've learned more. I mean, I've, uh, P90X came out uh, seven years ago, and that's why we created uh, the brand-new MC2 P90X, you know, P90X2, um, because we under- I've learned more in the last seven years. I do push-ups on four medicine balls now. You know, I do, uh, I do as much lateral plyometric stuff as I do vertical, uh, which, I, which you don't see much of in the original P90X. Um, but, uh, you know, when you learn more, you add more, and then a lot of people are really fired up about this new program, and uh, uh, there's 14 new discs that should be released sometime in the fourth quarter. But uh, that's it. You know, I mean, that's, I'm just, I continue to attack the, uh, uh, the boredom thing because I get really bored doing the same routines over and over again. I still have some things, you know, some staples, some basic push-up moves that I do and basic weightlifting moves that I do, you know, just to kind of keep everything in check. But, um, you know, the, the key is uh, to, to improve over time. I mean, at 53, there's things that I can do now I couldn't do in my 40s, 30s, or 20s because of the, the variety factor, because of, you know, we call it muscle confusion. But it's really periodization training. It's nothing I invented. It's been around forever. But I just I created a sequence and routines that are unique. You know, you don't usually see a weightlifting routine next door to a, a yoga routine. You're not used to seeing, you know, Kempo Karate mixed in with, with cardio. So that's all I've done. I just created things I know worked because I'm trying to help people, you know, prevent the boredom, injuries, and plateaus. I look forward to seeing those new uh, DVDs because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, have a, I have to have variety. And on a regular basis, so I, I have to have that variety. I don't want to get bored. So uh, I, I love to. I would love to see those uh, those new DVDs. Those would be great. Well, you know, they they present challenges. I mean, you think about you know, uh, there are some people that are super fit and all they do is yoga and and they look great, but they couldn't run to save their lives. You know, and they most of them can't you know couldn't do too many pull ups either. And maybe those things don't matter to them, and that's fine as long as they're fit and healthy and they and they're showing up. That's that's great. But for a lot of people that, you know, struggle with their fitness and can't seem to be consistent, you know, I mean, I, I like myself, they suffer from what I call uh, fitness bipolar disorder. Um, you know, you, you, need, you need to multitask in your fitness for a lot of folks, and I'm certainly one of them. Maybe you are as well. And that keeps us in the game, you know, because if, if my only option was if I was a runner and all I had was running, I would go mad. I would go absolutely mad. Same thing with yoga. As much as I love yoga and as important as I believe yoga is, I really think that yoga is the glue to fitness in general. I couldn't be a guy that went to yoga four or five days a week. I, I, there's no way I could do that. Now, there's a couple things. I know what, uh, just before you got to go, a couple things is, one, I wanted to ask you about, obviously, the future you kind of talked about a little bit, the, four, the, the 14 new DVDs, your book, Bring It. Is there anything else in the future that you want to mention that where you're going or where you're taking? Um, are you going to be on the road anywhere, doing seminars anywhere? Well, I just got back from Connecticut. I did a great event down in Connecticut with about close to 400 people. Um, Brian Canone runs a, runs a fitness organization. He's really great. So I was treated like a king down there, and, uh, and I plan on doing more of those. I'm, I'm working with the Armed Forces Entertainment and the USO. I've been on two tours with the military, one in Italy, which is not a bad gig, and then I was in Japan actually just before the earthquake. So we got out of there by, you know, by just a couple of weeks. And our next uh, Armed Forces Entertainment tour is in Bosnia, Italy again, and uh, U.K. and um, Germany. So we're excited that's going to be in October. 
Uh, as far as speaking events, I'm actually talking to a team right now to create a tour for 2012, kind of like a rock tour, but it's going to be all about health and fitness. We're, we're going to try to hit anywhere between 20, 10 and 20 cities, and we want to do huge events, you know, with a minimum 500 people per event. And so that's in the works, but that's not going to come out until 2010. Also, working on my second book uh, with Rodale, very excited about that. That, that should have a, a, uh, a 2012 release. And um, working on a clothing line, sunglass line, uh, some other ideas. Uh, I, I'm about to sign a contract with Pilgrim TV and, and Film, and uh, I'm really excited these folks the CEO of that company is a big P90X fan, and uh, he's hardcore, um, and he, he he gets it. You know, he understands that the kind of show I want to do is not some cheesy reality show that that just makes people look like fools. I want to do a show that inspires and motivates and educates people. That's also very entertaining. That has lots of humor. You know, so which fits with you because you were you were you made your living as a stand-up uh, comedian for a while. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, but I wasn't very funny, apparently, and so uh, that got old. You know, nothing, nothing like going to some, you know, cafe club lounge in Pasadena, California at 2 o'clock in the morning uh, trying to do comedy in front of three guys who are throwing cocktail straws at you. It's just, uh, it's just rough. That'd be tough. Um, but it was great training for me because I understand that, you know, if you're in the middle of doing some exercise uh, and I do a lame Arnold Schwarzenegger or a Groucho Marx, at least it takes your mind off the exercise for a second. So, um, you know, with the modifications, that keeps people coming back with a sense of humor. Uh, delivering the program that keeps people coming back whatever it takes you know and some people don't think i'm funny i mean that's fine some people think i'm 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 obnoxious but thank god more people don't well, hey when you, know. you put yourself out there to do something like you're doing rich you know we had richard simmons on anytime health radio we've had suzanne summers you know when you put yourself out there you're going to get criticized somebody's not going to agree with you they're going to be jealous they're going to say whatever and they're going to criticize you and you know it's it's amazing that the ones that are criticizing really are the ones who probably need it more than anybody else but no you're right you know and that's that's the uh you know that's the price of popularity it's your people are going to come out of the woodwork to, to point fingers at you but in the end, you know, more people than not are making dramatic change, sometimes for, for the first time in their life. You know, uh, athletes are using the program, but then again, so are, you know, so are young, young kids that have been overweight, you know, for most of their life. You know, when a teenage kid who's 70 pounds overweight shows up, uh, you know, the following semester lean and fit, that, that blows some minds, you know, and it's really fun that, that P90X is a program that kids are using to, to not only help their physically, but to help their self-esteem as well. You have a lot of personal trainers out there that incorporate P90X into their personal training programs for their clients too. So you get a lot of people that have been around for a long time, see the value in what you're doing and what you have done and incorporate it into working with people. Cause obviously nothing can replace that human touch, but they, uh, they incorporate that with their current clients. So it's been, it's been a well, pretty most good person, impact. Most personal trainers are, are pretty smart folks. You know, they see, when they see that something works, they want to use it because their goal is to help their clients. So, mm -hmm. You know, they look at P90X and they look at some of the routines and and, uh, and some of the stretching and or, or the, the yoga or whatever the sequences are, and they say that these you know they see they have great value. So you know, um, they they use them and they can you know they can borrow all they want as long as what they're doing is helping their clients. I think it's phenomenal. Now, one last thing but, uh, before you got to go is uh, you know I I've been. Uh, fortunate, actually, I've been blessed with the opportunity to visit orphanages in, in South America and Bogota, Colombia, and things. And, and you are sit on a board of Go, a Go campaign. What is that about? Well, yes, my, my dear friend Scott Pfeiffer, uh, he was a screenwriter, very successful attorney, 
And he went on a working vacation to Africa, to Tanzania, and he met these young kids, these orphans, at the base of Kilimanjaro, and it completely changed his life. He said, that's it, no more screenwriting, no more lawyering. My goal is to help these kids. And so the Go campaign, the Go, the Go campaign uh, is a nonprofit organization that helps not only orphanages in Africa, but around the world. You know, he just came back from Cambodia and with very little money in a short period of time, $47,000, they were able to build a high school. You couldn't even get furniture for a high school classroom in a, in a state for $47,000. And so what's really amazing about this organization, this really goes out to the people who are listening in. You know, if you give $100 here or, or $5 there, it has a small impact in the short term, you know, for some charities. But with, with the Go campaign, 100% of the funds go to go to, uh, go to these kids and, you know, uh, a $500 donation, you know, can change a child's life for a couple of years. It's it's pretty astounding. And so, uh, you know, we just came back from a tour in New York and Washington, and we were talking to some some folks trying to help raise some some money. And we had a great response. Um, the chief of protocol for the White House actually showed up to one of the one of the fundraisers, Capricia Marshall, who, by the way, her and her husband Robert are big uh, P90X users. So it's just it's just a great organization. Scott's a, a dear friend and a great human being, and. Uh, He's changing lives. You know, it doesn't matter how big a guy you are. When you get down on one knee and you're looking orphan in their eyes, you're going you're gonna to be broke right there. You're gonna, it's, uh, it changes your world, that's for sure. Yeah, and most of these kids are so filled with so much joy and happiness. I mean, even the smallest gesture that, you know, things that we take for granted uh, will, will light up their life for, for weeks, for months. And uh, it's the right thing to do. You know, I mean, we, we focus way too much. We think our problems are going to be solved if we make our lives better. But in reality, you can skip a whole bunch of steps if you begin to just really start focusing on somebody else. You want the fountain of youth, exercise five to seven days a week, eat healthy food, and start focusing on helping other people. That is why we're on this planet. Yeah, you know, and, and it's amazing. You know, when we were down, my daughter and I were walking through an orphanage, and this little girl was just beating on the glass to try to come out to the courtyard where we were standing. And when they opened the door, she comes running out. And all she wanted to do, this little six-year-old wanted to give, give my daughter a piece of her candy that she had just gotten for it was around Halloween. So she wanted to give to us, and here she's in an orphanage. It's amazing and how happy and how giving these they are. I mean, these little, they're they're just amazing. So I mean, we'll definitely change. I'll tell you. Life. I'll tell you. It's interesting. Uh, you know, I travel around the country, also around the world, and you know, when I do one of my armed forces entertainment tours, inevitably I always go to the because most of these schools have you know one through K, middle school, and high schools, and you discover that, uh, and, and around this country as well, you discover that the kids in this country whose parents focus on having them. Uh, focus on something other than themselves are the most well-adjusted kids in this country. They really, really are. And, um, uh, and you know, it's a, like, again, it's another way to skip a whole bunch of steps. I think we spend too much time on self-help and not enough time on helping others, when in reality, when you do help others, you are helping yourself in so many ways you can't even imagine. And, and it blows my mind that a lot of people don't even, don't even know that yet, you know? I mean, my joy and happiness comes from what I do. Inevitably, you know, it's, not charity. I get paid for, for doing what I do. But I do know that when I create a program or, or I write my book, Bring It or something, and somebody comes up to me and says, I mean, I was in Washington last week. I'm at a corner. I just, come, I just came out of the gym. I'm going to my hotel. And this girl is walking up with this big white box. It's a birthday cake. It's some kind of organic, gluten-free birthday cake with my picture on it because she lost so much weight from P90X. So her birthday was as much a celebration as it was, you know, a, a celebration of her birth. And she was jumping up and down. She couldn't believe that she's walking down the side of a sidewalk with a cake with my picture on it, with me standing there at the corner. 
And for me, I, I felt as good for me as it did for her because, you know, she showed me her before picture and she's a brand new person, you know, and, and uh, she's celebrating that. It's, it's, a, it's a fun thing. You know, I, I, ho- I host these classes for fitness professionals and I always tell them the first time somebody tells you that you changed their life, that just ignites you to do more of what you're doing and to want to help more people uh, because you don't even know what to say. I mean, I'm guessing you've had that said to you thousands and thousands of times. And I think you would agree. It's almost like you don't know how to respond to somebody. I mean, I've had it said like two or three times in my 20 years, and I've done everything I can do to 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 use that as more motivation to try to help. And uh, how do you even respond anymore? You know, I, I think... Uh... The response that seems to come out of me quite often these days is the hammer doesn't build the house. I just gave you the tools to do the work and you're doing the work, you know, and, and, you know, people say I changed their lives when in reality, all I did was, excuse me, just that is I gave them the tool, I gave them the tool to, to, uh, and there's a lot of tools out there. You know, there are, uh, all kinds of ways to, to get healthy and fit. It just seems that, uh, there's so many people in this country with pretty hectic lifestyles. It's a lot easier to, to work on it at home w- with privacy, um, and, and convenience uh, by doing it right there between your TV set and your couch. You know, you move the coffee table out of the way and your gym is right there. A couple of dumbbells, maybe a pull-up bar and, and some bands, and uh, it can be done uh, without, you know, because a lot of people just can't go to the gym. They're not, they're not, you know, they're not fitness people. They're not ex-athletes, and they understand the importance of it. But to walk into a gym is just too overwhelming for a lot of people, and I understand that. So I just gave them the tool to do it at home. Um, and I also gave them the plan and, uh, I gave them a start date and an end date. And if they follow the program, you know, the way I designed it, uh, there's, there's no way on earth it won't work. It just has to work. I mean, six days a week in healthy food, I don't care what it is, it's going to work. You just have to commit to it. And I created ways with modifications and some, and some humor, uh, to help people come back day after day. Well, there's a whole website that's dedicated to your one-liner, so that's awesome. So yeah, you did. Yeah, make, I heard about that. You did. Yeah, make I, I just I just saw my I just saw my fourth parody on me too, which is I guess that's a form of flattery, you know. But uh, yeah, those are those are popping up now too. Well, Mr. Tony Horton, uh, much respect to you. Straight talk. I I appreciate the message that you are that are you are singing all over the place because it is it is dead on. And uh, I I hope that that people listeners go back and listen to this a few times because you can't just listen to this interview once. You said a lot of great information. Uh, is there any last bits of information you'd like to share? Anything you say before uh, before we're done today? No, you know I always say do your best and forget the rest. And what that what that basically means is. Uh, you know, don't beat yourself up if it doesn't, if the workout doesn't turn out exactly the way you wanted. You know, the the most important thing is showing up. Woody Allen said that 80% of life is showing up, and I say the other 20% is paying attention once you get there. And if you can do just that simple thing, uh, then you'll see tremendous success. I, I hurt my arm uh, about a month ago, and I can't train it the way I normally do. So oddly enough, my core and my legs are in the best shape of best shape of my life at 53. So. Uh, you know, behind every cloud is a silver lining. I know that sounds cliche, but it, it truly makes sense. So, you know, variety is important. Mix up your workouts. Be consistent five to seven days a week till the, for the rest of your life. Um, and, and bring the amount of intensity that you, that you need to bring uh, so that you can really notice 
change so that you can really see your numbers go up. Not the numbers on the scale going down. I'm talking about the numbers of repetitions and weight, and, and that'll change everything. So I know that was sort of long-winded. No, that's great. Uh, you know, final, I, final thing, but I, I, uh, it's all true. Your next book, I look forward to you coming back on Anytime Health Radio. If you, if you would like, it would be great. It's been a pleasure. Much respect to you. I hope one day I get a chance to meet you and maybe work out with you. Uh, it's, uh, again, Mr. Tony Horton, appreciate your time today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Have a good rest of the day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Well, I just want to say thanks again to Mr. Tony Horton for carving out some of his day to spend on Anytime Health Radio. You can see Mr. Tony Horton had a lot of great information, but his attitude, I mean, my word, and he talked about it so many times, his attitude. You know, what is your attitude when it comes to your health, your fitness, your workout, what you're doing? You know, he gave a lot of great information about the reason why we do things for the future, for the present, and for the past. You know, Mr. Tony Horton had a lot of great information. And go back and listen to this interview again. Pick up what applies to you, because it will change. Just like Mr. Tony Tony Horton talked about his nutrition has changed. His workouts have changed. He likes the variety. Go back and listen to this again to pull up something a little bit different than you did the first time you listened to it. So I just want to say thanks again to Mr. Tony Horton. I want to say thanks to you for tuning in to Anytime Health Radio. I hope you pulled something out of today's interview. If you have any feedback you'd like to send our way, please do so at radio at anytimehealth.com. Anytime Health on Twitter and Facebook and Anytime Health for AH Radio updates. Subscribe on AnytimeHealth.com or through the iTunes store. Have a question or topic you'd like covered? Send them to radio at AnytimeHealth.com. For booking information, contact Tara Dosh at booking at AnytimeHealth.com. The show is brought to you by Anytime Health and Anytime Fitness and is produced by Travis Carletta.